Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the Design Rant. Design Rant is a platform brought to you by designers at Forest Interactive. Ever wanted to know what UX design is and how to implement it properly? How to ask users questions and how to ask the right questions? And everything and everything regarding product design. This podcast is for you. What we'll be discussing today is non-fungible tokens, also known as NFTs. Our presenter today is Ardavon HP and AJ Gunasakaran. And he will be bringing this talk to you. So please enjoy. Welcome everyone to our today's uh, knowledge sharing session regarding the NFTs. Some of you might have heard about them recently. Uh, they become quite popular due to um, some of the events that have occurred in the past few weeks. And uh, there, some believe that they're the future for a lot of um, a lot of digital art and possibly other venues of business as well regarding the kind of potential that they have. So first, I'll give you all a bit of an introduction on what was the cause of it, what are we talking about here, and why do I have this cute cat in the, as a, a cover page for our slide? We'll get to it when we get to it. So first of all, this guy, this guy is called, his name is Michael Joseph Winkleman, aka Beeple Crap. Some of you who are graphic designers who are listening to us right now, probably have heard about him uh, because he's very famous for producing daily artworks, 3D or 2D artworks and posting them every day. He's been doing it for 13 years straight. And like every day he produces one artwork, make it or break it, he doesn't care. He just makes one and puts it up. He became very, very famous because of it, because his art kept going, getting better and better. And this guy is now currently who was giving all his artwork for free, by the way, he's now third most expensive artist in the world now. Now, this is the kind of artwork he would make. He would make. He's very into weird 3D art. He would just make these either political satire or for just for the fun of it. He, he just has a concept, anything. You see, it's like a diverse range of work he just creates. And it doesn't supposed to make sense, but they're all awesome. It's so awesome that even uh, I think I believe the Louis Vuitton or Gucci, Gucci collaborated with him recently. So it's that much. And he creates one every one of these every single day. Recently, he uh, posted this artwork up on uh, the platform called uh, uh, a platform called oh, this name escaped, escaped me. Uh, he posted up on a platform as an NFT. How much do you guys think it sold for? It sold for $69 million. This artwork that you see right now, this one is about, about 5,000 of his artworks collaged next to each other. Uh, the platform is called OpenSea. You can go and check it out. Uh, it's an OpenSea. It's a market for artworks that are turned, turned into NFTs. He put it up. He didn't market it for $69 million. He just put it up and see how people would bid. And people bid constantly, constantly, constantly to till $69 million was the cost of it. Would you guys like to see a re reaction video of what's happening right now? Or would you, do you want me to go past it? It's a one minute video. I want to see video. Okay.
Oh yeah, but I cannot hear the audio. You cannot hear the audio? Cannot. Hmm. I don't know why that is. We always have this problem. Um, all right, I'll just leave it to the end second here. I'm very sorry if you guys couldn't hear the video, but this is a problem that constantly happens with this presentations. But um, as you can see, there he had a timer. He put the people start bidding on his artwork. At the very last second, it raised up to 69 million. Somebody paid 69 million dollars. Fun fact: he had no idea it's gonna go for this much. He didn't even price it that much. This guy used to sell, give his work out for free, give his uh, all his artwork out for free. You could just download it from his website. This guy, Jack Dorsey, creator of uh, creator of Twitter. This is his first tweet after people. This is the he took a screenshot of his first tweet and posted it on OpenSea. How much do you think this sold for? Three million dollars. Somebody bought three million dollars. Somebody bought a snapshot of an artwork of a, of a tweet for three million dollars. It doesn't really make sense. I don't understand how. But it's it happened and they paid it in Ethereum, which is a cryptocurrency. It's a rival to Bitcoin. Now this one, how much do you think this? This is actually one of the pioneers of NFT. This is since 2018. This is called the Crypto Kitty, which I told you I'll come back to regarding why I have that as a cover of the slides. This is a Crypto Kitty. You can create it using a platform that Ethereum, which is the cryptocurrency, created it and you could make this work. Uh, you can create your own cat basically. And this one suddenly sold for $170,000, which is it's, it's called the Dragon Kitty. It, does it worth $170,000? I don't know, but somebody paid this much money for it because it somewhat, somewhat represents some value. So what is this NFT that we're talking about here? It's called non-fungible tokens. It's a form of crypto that can show ownership of digital goods in the digital world. That's the gist of what the NFT is, basically. It allows you to have a certificate of your artwork. You show that you own this. Because right now, if you take a picture of anything and you post it up, I can just steal it. I can just take it and put it somewhere else and say, I, I did it. But with crypto, you pin it that this is this belongs to you. Token, basically, what does a token mean in the non-fungible token? Token is the digital certificate that, store, that is stored through a blockchain. You basically take the date, the time, the IP address, the name, everything that is there for you as a certificate that states like, okay, uh, Yuli right now created this artwork of this cat right now. And this is the time, date, and all the other attributes that indicates that Yuli did it. It's all formed in a certificate and put in a blockchain platform. And that, what the token part is, that is becoming a token for it. Now, what is fungibility and what is non-fungibility? We're on non-fungible. So what the fung? 
Fungibility is the ability of a good or asset to be interchanged with other individual goods or assets of the same type. Fungible assets, simple, assets simple, uh, simplify the exchange and trade processes, as fungibility implies equal value between the assets. That's basically what it is. You And a good example of it would be a dollar or a, a casino chip, or in the digital realm would be Bitcoin and Ethereum. What it means that if I, if I give you 20 bucks and I'll tell you, pay me back, and you pay me back in two 10 bucks, it doesn't matter. I still got 20 bucks. It, nothing's changed. I still got the same value back. Bitcoin, I take one Bitcoin, I give it back. It's all right. The value of it is remains the same. It's already, it's already established. So what is a non-fung, non-fungibility, as I call it? I call it non-fungible because it sounds better, but non-fungibility is a very weird word. I, like I'm trying to incorporate that into my vocabulary. But non-fungibility is basically this, an asset that cannot be substituted due to its unique attribute within the same class. Now, some of you might have seen it like uh, some, I, I, don't, I know that baseball cars are not really a big thing. It's not really a big thing in Malaysia. We don't have baseball here. But, uh, you guys that who collect Pokemon cards, you, I can have two Charizard Pokemon card or two Pikachu Pokemon card, but it's not of the same value because I have the first, because not one of them is the first edition Pokemon card. The other one, on the other hand, is the 25th. It doesn't matter, or 2005th. So it doesn't have the same value just because I got the first edition. Comic books, for example. When you buy a comic book, you get the edition, I don't know, like print number 2000. But the one that is the people collect is the one that says first comic book published, the first edition. People look for the first ones. It doesn't, I can have two The Punisher comic books. The one that has the first edition, as is, though they're the same, it has a higher value. That is what is NFT here as well. It's the attribute that it has, it, it varies. It's very unique to it. It's a very interesting way of using crypto, basically, crypto technology to create it. So how does these NFTs work? NFTs are a part of the Ethereum blockchain. Ethereum is a bit of cryptocurrency like Bitcoin or Dogecoin, but it's blockchain as well. Basically, well, crypto is like the blockchain, you put these, uh, it's like this blocks of information and it helps you, blocks of information that is changed. So if you change one, it's gonna change everything. So it's gonna be very good for, you cannot really fake it. So if I give you like one Ethereum and you say I got two, nobody can check it. Nobody can, nobody's gonna believe you because it's checked that you don't have the two Ethereums. And they managed to find a way to turn this, use that technology for artwork and digital work. And don't just think like it's just 2D art or prints and everything. It's very, very versatile, a very diverse field right now. And Ethereum is the one that is now using it, but it's not, there are other competitors from other cryptocurrencies like that are pretty much using it at the moment and they're trying to get on with it. But Ethereum is now ahead of it and pushing this forward. What it does, how is it, why does it create value? Like you're pretty much wondering like what the valuable part about it is. NFTs provide a token with a unique digital identity. This is in the, this in turn makes a digital item valuable through verifiable scarcity. 
So if a certain artist, people, for example, that we just talked about, create something and I can certify that it is actually belong to him and that actually belong to him. And I know there's only limited number authenticated people artwork out there. Now that is going to make it valuable because there's not unlimited. It's not unlimited. It's not unlimited. Uh, you can only have certain amount of that artwork, which creates the scarcity within the within the world. Same thing that applies to Bitcoin and Ethereum. You have to mine it. You have to you have to find it and mine it. Basically, that that's what creates the value for it because there's only certain amount of numbers. The supply of lifestyle NFTs can be capped in numbers in the code so that their owners can be certain about their overall supply and resulting value. Uh, you can buy a Da Vinci from, you can buy a copy of Da Vinci and you, there's a Da Vinci in the Louvre muse Museum. Same thing, different value. You want the one that is original and how can you be sure this is what, this is what NFT is trying to do here. So why not just copy and just sell it myself? You can you can actually go and steal somebody's artwork tomorrow. This without a doubt you can do this. You can, but no one's gonna believe you, believe it, it as you are the art. Nobody's gonna believe that you are the artist and that you own it, because the blockchain and what the NFT does, it's gonna certify it and it's gonna mint it. The process is called minting. Minting is equal to digi your digital signature that creates the value for it. So this is a huge step in the art world right now that allows you to mint something under your name and nobody can really take it away from you. So what now? What are we talking about here exactly? If you're an artist, a fresh new platform, there's a fresh new platform for you to sell your digital art. It's a very good way to have a proper income. One of the things that blockchain does, because you're part of the block, you will become, you will have 10% royalties if your art is resold. And also you have copyrighted your work. This is under you. Nobody can take it away, away from you. And regarding the 10% royalties, people sold one artwork, uh, I wish I included in the slide. Um, it was an artwork of Trump dead on a crossroad. He sold that artwork for $66,000 one week. The person who bought the artwork through two weeks after that sold it for $600 and people automatically received 10% of the whatever that man sold the art for. Now, if you're a buyer, you actually own a digital art and can use it however you like. That's rare. That's unique. You can be sure it's a kind of giving a physical attribute to a digital artwork. They've already also incorporated uh, a technique, a, a, a way of product design where they actually send you a digital screen with the artwork so you can have it in your home and display it there. And also you're supporting the artist so people don't get their artwork stolen. You don't buy it from somewhere that is not authenticated work of certain person. You're buying it from the source itself and you're supporting them. Now the big part, which is what really made this topic hot, is the collectors uh, because people are people have pretty much swarmed in to the NFT market at the moment. And the collectors NFTs can be counted as any other speculative asset where you buy it and hope that the value of it goes up one goes up one day so you can sell it for sell it for a profit. Many many people have done this that are like now 
they get these artworks and they want to resell them. They treat it like kind of like how the you know the Bitcoin frenzy. People are buying the Bitcoin, waiting for it to rise up to a certain amount, and then they can just to, so they'd be able to sell it or just keep it, see how much it will accumulate. By the way, it says speculative, so don't believe that it's all going to go up because it's going to come down as well. Let me give you a clue of what the market for NFTs are at the moment. This is for uh, the, the at 2017 was at 30 million. At 2018, it rose to 180 million. At tw uh, 2019, it rose to 210 million. At 2020, it was 315 million, 315 million dollars. And at 2021, right now, it's at 710 million dollar market. This is how much it has grown. It's still fresh. The reason this talk is also happening at the moment is that um, I'm pretty sure some of us like experienced uh, were, were wishing we collected Bitcoin when we had the chance when it was just five bucks a piece. But it is a very fresh market now and it's worth keeping an eye on. And there's potential for uh, other business aspects. There's an issue as well that we can talk about. It's just uh, they're now don't buy into the frenzy of it because now they're talking about the Bitcoin energy consumption is uh, high. It's going to cause global warming and everything. And it's true. It is true. But the thing is, is like it's as the technology gets better, it's going to get easier. And let's be honest. I mean, for <laughs> what is your price really? <laughs> Would you care for a couple of million dollars for the planet? I'm not saying you shouldn't, but I'm just saying nobody's going to care as much. And but I'm just saying if things move forward better, um, the energy consumption will go down because the fault is now not with the NFT is the fault or the Bitcoin is the, the fault is with the system that they have implemented into mining this and doing the minting process of everything, especially with the frenzy now that now there is that everybody trying to mint their artwork. Uh, there's a huge amount of energy consumption that goes to it. But don't worry about it. I believe in the coming years, uh, the technology is even going to get easier for us to handle so we can even be able to do it ourselves. As for how to mint, I'll pass it on to AJ uh, for uh, telling, uh, give you guys about a bit of a tutorial regarding how you can mint an artwork. AJ, take it. Thank you, Adi. So now we look into what is an NFT went through or what is a fungible token, non-fungible token. So, so now we'll go into what we call as a minting NFT. So the word minting means is making coins out of metal. That's what minting means. So if you want, if you guys want to get on board with this NFT trend, I just have like a, a small steps which you can follow if you want to do that. Uh, the first step is choosing the platform. There's like uh, close to 50 platforms out there in the market. Uh, some of them are open to everyone. Some of them are invite only. So, so if you're guys starting first, I highly recommend OpenSea or Rarible. And also, uh, if you are a great artist, you can even go into Super Rare Foundation, Nifty Gateway. They are like other three biggest uh, websites out there for you to sell in uh, NFTs. Um, next. And then the step two, you need a wallet, a crypto wallet. 
in order to link to those websites. Uh, there are a lot of uh, wallet out, out there, but the, the, the one that widely used by every single platform out there is called MetaMask. Uh, one cool thing about MetaMask, like you can easily start a, a wallet right away now. Uh, and, and it's also it's like a, a bookmark. Uh, as a website extension. So it's very easy. You go to any website, you click on the extension, it'll open up, it connects, and you have your profile there. And the next best thing is the Coinbase Lab, but I highly recommend to have a crypto wallet in MetaMask. Next. And then the third step. Uh, so, um, so the website I'm taking as a reference is Rarible. Uh, because it's very easy to get on board. So when you go to Rarible, you have your wallet, you connect your wallet. The first step in order to uh, put any NFT out is first step is to see like, do you want to put like a single art or a multiple art? So what Adi said before, if you want like a one on one, one of one edition, you can choose the single. Or if you want like a, a thousand collectible items of the same art, you can choose multiple. Next. <coughs> And then the next step, they will ask you to fill up the name, the description, uh, uh, certain properties. And one thing I want to highlight that you can even create an auction so you can have a base price where people can keep on uh, bid for your artwork. Or if you want like a one-off selling price, let's say if you want to sell your art for $50, whoever buys it, they owns the art, you can do. Either way, you can use the same platform. And also another thing I want to highlight is what we call as a royalty. One uh, great thing about NFT compared to other art selling is that, let's say you make an art, and if you sell an art, it's that's all right. You get the money and that's all. But the, the one good thing about NFT is that when you set a royalty, which 10, 20, 30 percentage, and, and is different from each platform, some, some platform, they even offer you uh, 50 percentage royalty also. So what that royalty means is that, let's say you sell an art to, you, to a collector, if that collector in the future wants to sell your art to a different collector, you will still earn that percentage of money from that person also. So your art, you do one time and you keep generating you money forever. And this is the final step and uh, a bit painful step. <laughs> uh, the, the final step, uh, this is where you have to pay money. Uh, what we call as a gas fee when you want to mint any NFT. Uh, the first step uh, for any website, they'll ask you to approve the transaction. Uh, so these are the real screenshot of my uh, experience uh, by the time when I was doing this. So please keep in mind that the price will go up and down every day and each time of the day. So take this as just an example. So for approving, it asked me for 10 USD. To minting the token, it asked me seven, nearly 70 USD. So you have to pay uh, Ethereum in order to mint that NFT. Uh, so what you can do is in the in the same MetaMask, uh, you can even go to advanced option and you can even choose like, do you want to go for a slow average or a faster speed? So what it mean by that is that if you choose slow, it will take a lot of time in order to mint your NFT. Uh, by all the miners. Uh, if you want fast, you pay a bit more money and it will mint as soon as possible. Uh, so if you if you want to save some money, you can go for a slower uh, minting process. And then uh, I talk about gas fees. So what is a gas fee? This is a very important topic for NFT. Uh, gas fees are the, the payments which we were given by the users 
in order to make the NFT is just to compensate the computing energy. So there's a thing called EVM or called the Ethereum virtual machine, and that's where all the contracts, transactions are happening. So in order to uh, do your transaction, the amount of energy it needs to process is the, the type of gas fee they will ask. Um, in this NFT, they use a term called GY. Uh, that's the, uh, the 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 coin they will use. It's basically a nano ether or the ninth power of the ether. So, for example, uh, take one ether. One ether currently could be like nine thousand uh, ringgit or like two thousand plus USD. Uh, in order to uh, mint any NFT, it will take like zero point zero 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 one, like nine zero and then one. GY in order to process it. In order to shorten the word, you can just say two GY to process the transaction. That's where the term comes in. And then you might be thinking, uh, where does the your gas money goes? It goes to the miners. So the miners are the people who process your transaction and they, they will be awarded this filler because they'll be using their computer uh, energy, their stuff, right? So the money will go to them. And also, <clears throat> If your gas money is, is very low, the miners will even choose to ignore your transaction because there's a thing called mining pool where all the transaction will come in with each of a different price and miners will always choose the, the best price. So if you have a lower price, it will take some time, it will take a longer time to process or some, sometimes it might get rejected also. And one thing you need to understand is that not only when you are selling, you need to uh, pay the gas money if a buyer wants to buy your artwork, they have to spend the same kind of a gas money also. And also the gas fit, it will fluctuate a lot, depends on the supply, demand of the processing power, and then the, the transaction traffic that's happening in the Ethereum market. Currently, we are at the all-time high. It started with what I heard from few YouTubers that started with 8 USD. Uh, per minting NFT now is now when I check today is nine ninety USD nine zero USD in order to mint an NFT. And then this uh, there's a website called EthereumPrice.org/gas where you can go in and you can see like which uh, kind of day and which time uh, you'll get a lower price. So so my advice is is go for the Sunday like evening to night-ish time. That's the only time you'll get a lower price. So the, the graph you're seeing now, the, the less colored ones are the lowest price. So if you go like Sunday, like evening to night, you'll get like 50 or 60 USD in order to mint your NFT. And then uh, I show you some of the crazy NFTs that are being sold or sell, selling currently uh, in the market to, for you guys to understand the power of NFTs. The first one is one guy is selling a one-year calendar of recorded farts. So he, he and his friend recorded farts for one year and selling it for 85 USD. I mean, it's still open, like you guys can buy it. And then the second is a meme. A meme, the card you're looking at, that's the image was sold for 320,000 USD. And then you, you guys could have uh, seen this Neon Cat like first uploaded in YouTube around 2011. Um, it became very famous that time, but now this GIF sold for 500,000 USD. And then uh, one cool thing about the NFT is that it doesn't have to be images. It can be video, audio, 
like RD said, can be the tweet, anything, any digital assets can be sold in NFT. So this is an example of it. The first one is sold by NBA themselves. So they sold LeBron James winning dunk for 200,000 USD. Not only that, NBA do this kind of stuff. They earn nearly 2 million USD by just selling this kind of winning ducks, the, the, those short clips. Lah. And also one thing is that the Charmin company, like one of the famous uh, toilet paper company in US, uh, they sold uh, uh, like an illustrator toilet paper, which they, which they like named it as NFTP, first non-fungible toilet paper. <laughs> uh, they, they, they're selling it for like one ether plus. And one cool thing about that is that they even send you a physical role also, which you can keep at your home. And also the, the reason why they, they're doing this, they are, they're going to spend all the money to a charity. So all the money goes, goes to the charity, which is a good thing, right? Next. And then we know Pringles and we know we heard about a lot of flavors, but have you heard about crypto crisp flavors? So Pringles themselves, uh, what you're seeing at the first GIF, they sold uh, the uh, crisp uh, Pringles flavor, a uh, crypto flavor for one ether, so it's like two thousand ish uh, USD. And the one that seeing the next feature from the same artist is called, I think it's called Punk or something. Uh, he sold his like like uh, <coughs> uh, like this kind of art for one million and a sound point six uh, million. <laughs> you can see the power of NFTs. So what shall we do about the NFTs now? What is the point of this? What are we going to look for for in this field? Well, Warren Buffett had the best saying. He says, be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful. I firmly back this statement. Currently, at the moment, uh, there is a frenzy about this. Uh, people are marching in. So there are, there's a speculation that there's a bubble which is about to burst. So people are really trying to hold, grab on different things. So, but don't be fearful to the point of not noticing what's happening at the moment and really keep an eye on it. And if you have an opportunity, try it out, try it out in a free, free manner. Um, like, um, as I mentioned, like I'm pretty sure some of us here really regret not getting on Bitcoin and other uh, forms of cryptocurrencies when they appeared in the market. So we need to keep an eye on this and make a very good gesture because, yeah, you can go and pay 100 bucks and mint an artwork, but that doesn't mean anybody's going to buy it. I do. I did mention that there is scarcity, but the scarce, there's scarcity effect that's going to give it value. But if nobody really knows your work, if there's not enough a buzz around your work or your work is not unique enough. Uh, it doesn't matter how scarce your work could like, like if you have only two of them, it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to really give it as much thought to even buy it. It won't, it will not even, it won't even trend. For example, these crypto, these are called crypto punks as AJ mentioned. Crypto punks last year or a year before that, it was being sold. It wasn't being sold, they were given away for free. So whoever has a CryptoPunk now can sell it for this much. This, the artist who designed it was giving away each one of these for free. Beeple was selling his, Beeple crap, the guy who we spoke about in the beginning, 
first NFTs he was selling, well, he sold them for $1, just for one buck. There was a girl who bought one for one buck. She was like, oh, I'm just going to buy this. And next week, she got an offer for that one buck artwork that she bought for $50,000. So as exciting as it sounds, it's still weird. It's still dangerous. But at the same time, it's the excitement of it shouldn't be disregarded as nothing. Because if you manage, if you manage to turn your artwork and if you manage to create an actual digital signature of yourself online and have an ownership, imagine how many other fields are going to be affected with the same manner, with the same technology. This guy, this guy, yeah, collected his sounds of his parts for a year, sold it for eighty-five bucks. A footage of LeBron James doing a, I think it was a dunk. He, it's a five-second footage. That one sold for this amount of money. So there is this, and the, the footage that has appeared everywhere, it's not copyrighted in a sense that you can't show it anywhere. So there is a very exciting prospect to this. At the same time, be wary of it because uh, right now at the moment, the reason that the prices are so high is because people are now just marching in and trying to catch something. And there's a high chance that you won't fail if you try to take a very drastic step. So that's what we had to present for NFTs. I think one of you mentioned that you've minted an NFT before. Uh, we'd love to know your experiences, any thoughts, and yeah, that's it. Thank you for listening, guys. Now we open up for questions.